0: everyone. This is Lisa Freitas.
1: And I'm Katie Saad. And welcome to another episode of 90 Day Disasters, a 90 Day Fiance recap podcast.
0: We are two moms, lawyers and reality TV junkies here to break down for you the fire in a trash can that is TLC's 90 Day Fiance. All right, everyone,
1: grab your K-1 visas and let's get started. Oh, and because we are lawyers, we need to cover our butts. So please listen to the disclaimer at the end of the episode.
0: Well, hello, Petey. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Sorry, guys. We totally have our our co-host in full effect right now. She's literally smiling at me trying to steal my headphones.
0: Nice. Nice. Well, we have been very um, delayed in getting episodes to you guys, and I apologize. I know that's mostly my fault. I've been swamped with work. Um, so I, we are going to cover happily ever after season four episodes five and six today, and then we'll be back yeah. Monday with the rest yeah. of, the, <laughs> of the, is episodes. it Monday
1: or Tuesday?
0: Oh, Tuesday. Sorry. Tuesday. You want to no. do Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday, yeah. so Tuesday. Tuesday. I have blocked off my day, so we will spend it recording. Oh. Yeah. Tuesday's a
1: guarantee. <laughs> sorry. Sorry guys. Really? We are.
0: Yeah. Um, so how do we want to do this, Katie? Do you want, we want to do five and six together? Um, that's Dirty Dancing and Severed Ties. Um, we yeah. could do Colt and Larissa episodes five and six together. Yeah, yeah and perfect. then perfect. Okay. All right. So should we get started? Petey, what do you think? She's excited. I mean, hopefully her excitement
1: remains, like, of the
0: happy kind
1: and not of the <laughs> uh, frustrated kind.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. So with Colt and Larissa... This is just gross. I I, like every interaction with them just like creeps me out.
1: It's very dark, and frankly, and I don't mean to sound callous here about someone's legal problems, but it's kind of boring because I I think I think the problem is that we already know what's happening in real time. So it's like okay, and I think that what I think they clearly did some pretty dirty time lapses where they. They just took us way too far back in, in time because they didn't want to miss out on the opportunity of putting her second arrest on screen. But the problem is that in real time happened
0: so long ago, I barely even remember it. Right. And now they're like trying to come back. And so yeah. this is where Debbie and Larissa are getting along better and they pick <laughs> up Colt from work and. He compliments her and she says thank you and asks him what he wants and he says sex.
1: Yeah, that was, that was, Gross. that Debbie was is rough. right there. Why was would rough you
0: going. say that? It was disgusting. Yeah, yeah. No, um, cool. And then they go on date night, mm-hmm. you know, and she's art now if you remember, she's gotten her lips done and now she talks about, they, she's playing blackjack and she's actually pretty good at mm-hmm. it. And she wins some money. And she, and he's like, yeah, maybe you can pay me back now for your lip injection. She's like, actually, I'm thinking of saving money for a tummy tuck. <laughs> this little girl is all about the plastic surgery. She just doesn't even care.
1: Well, what's interesting is that because Colt clearly objectifies her or appears to objectify her, yeah. you would think that he would view it as just as much for him as for her. Like, he acts as though she's doing something that isn't going to benefit him. But when the entire basis on his end of their relationship is physical then frankly it's more for her, for him than it is for her. She has to go through all the pain and all the irritation and all the procedures and he just gets to reap the benefits and yet he's like raking her over the coals about the money. So I actually think that's like extra gross.
0: Well, it could be. I think that's part of it, but I also think that part of it too for him is that the more that she perfects her physique and looks hotter, the more insecure he feels about him his own Appearance? No, and I you disagree. don't think so. No,
1: not at all. Because okay, let's let's try to be objective here, and I and I don't want to be mean, but objectively, she is at such a higher level of physical attractiveness yeah. than he is, and she has been from day one. So we're talking about like the most minuscule, you know, uh, granular, if you will, changes in her appearance that was already so far out of his sort of league. That it doesn't matter. I mean, from from his perspective, it shouldn't matter in that sense. It should really only matter to the extent that you know she's just getting more and more attractive for him to sort of enjoy that, uh, because it, it the you know the the chasm between them is is unbridgeable regardless. Mm. And also, and a second point to this to the in this area is, I think he is so sort of feel he feels so in control of her mm-hmm. not just because of her immigration status but then especially after she was arrested and all those things happened and she's in such a vulnerable position living with him and his mother outnumbered not able to drive not able to work not able to do anything i think that he has this like very um superior and sort of controlling attitude to the extent that he's not worried she's going to step out on
0: him that and that's possible too i think that he might have an overly an overconfident sense of self
1: which again and this is where the irl time lapse stuff gets really annoying because of course we know in real life for months she's had a boyfriend right i mean that's my understanding like from instagram and stuff so i mean it's sort of it's it's all it's all so moot that right. it's it's irritating
0: no, I get that. And, and it's true. It, that's the hard part about these things being so long ago. Um, but Especially makes... them, though. Because, because
1: again, like, the, the show, for whatever reason, I guess it just wasn't on or whatever. It wasn't able to capitalize on her second DVRS at the time that it happened. So they're, they're, just, they're just, like, it's very, it's very ham-fisted, you know, the way that they're just, like, throwing it back so far in time as mm-hmm. compared to the other couples, I think.
0: Right. No, I understand. I get that. I think that's true. And, you know, I also, um, so then they take a switch. So they go down this date night, which is so forced and weird and uncomfortable and awkward. Yes. And then we switch over to like her having this dark secret, which we all know is that she has children in Brazil and, um, Colt knows about them and has always known about them. But she now feels that since she and Debbie have sort of mended their fences a little bit, she needs to come clean with Debbie. And so she tells Debbie about the fact that she has these two kids and Debbie is incredibly hurt and she's very hurt that Colt didn't tell her and that he knew. And then that Larissa kept it from her. And, you know, Larissa's perspective is I was coming to this country. I wanted to make sure things were going to be cool before I told you about my kids. You know, I mean, I get why she kept it a secret, but, I also understand why Debbie feels hurt by the whole thing.
1: Right. I do too. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I saw both sides of this one, so I can't even really comment. I just took a plastic bag away from the baby guys. That's that's why she's upset. (laughs) Unfortunately, her safety is not worth, uh, you know, messing
0: with this recording. I'm going to try to find something else for her. It happens. Um, all right, so now we have, um, in the next episode, <laughs> Colt feels bad that he kept the secret from Debbie, so he takes her to the cat store to make her feel better. That was so weird. I, I mean, is anything not weird with these guys?
1: Yeah, I, I, the, everything with them is so cringe, you know? It's I know. Like one thing is worse than the next
0: i know it was really awkward and so they're there and she she says again how hurt she was and she was upset and he's he gets it but he's like you know it really wasn't his secret to tell and he he too wanted to figure it out and um so then colt tells us that what's really been suffering since her arrest is their sex life they don't have any intimacy which is gross (laughs) on so many levels yep But what I thought was fascinating was they go to this sex therapist, and Larissa's wearing a fucking cocktail dress. (laughs) Like, who goes to therapy? Always overdressed. I know, but like, who goes to therapy in a cocktail dress? Well,
1: maybe they were supposed to go from there to like another awkward date night.
0: I guess maybe that was it. I don't know. It was just so bizarre to me. Um, But anyway, so they go, and um, you know, they talk about themselves. And, you know, he's in the car, he's talking, they're having like making conversation about it, you know, and he's just like, there's no sex, we're not intimate, You know, we don't have sex anymore, and she's just rolling her eyes the whole time. And um, she thinks that Colt is a nymphomaniac, which, oh God, this whole thing is just so gross to me. Like, I don't yeah. want to think about any of it. And um, she also thinks he's like, not very good at it. <laughs>
1: Again, not something I want to think about. Like, I, I don't want any detail of that. Any, yeah. any,
0: whatsoever. And, and she says she doesn't really have a sexual desire for him. Quote, because of the arrest. Okay. Let's be clear. She's never had a sexual desire for him. No, the arrest was an excuse for it's her to cut him, him off. It's an excuse for her to say, I, now I'm not even attracted to you because you called the cops on me, which is total bullshit, but whatever. Um, and then they talked to the, um, I talked to the sex therapist and he says that she needs a lot of prep time and um, she shuts down if he does something that she doesn't like or does something wrong. And I'm guessing the prep time is her like trying to force herself to get into the mood to have sex with him. Like it's like pep talk time.
1: Slash her trying, her hoping that he's going (laughs) to just give up after a while too. Or fall asleep. Well,
0: I mean. Or,
1: you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And so... It's pretty funny. I don't know. To me, anyway. Um, so they're talking and, and they, you know, she suggests that they try to be, they explore each other's bodies and try to be more romantic and intimate about that. I don't know. It's just so stupid because, you know, Colt actually thinks it's a legit problem and that he wants to, like, work on their sex life. And Larissa's just kind of, like, going with him for the sake of going with him. But, you know, she just really doesn't want yeah, to have to Yeah, I this. agree. So it's just weird and awkward, the whole thing To be honest with you, I'm Um, surprised
1: that the sex therapist didn't have any comment about that at all. Because, I'm sorry, but this is her job. And it's it's blatantly obvious what's going on. So the fact that she, I mean, assuming that she understands what is obvious to the rest of us, that, you know, Larissa's not attracted to him, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you'd think that it would be sort of incumbent upon her to say that and not pretend like it's a... Procedural issue as opposed to a sort of substantive issue, not to get legal about it.
0: Yeah. I felt like the whole thing was just like, I, I mean, I always think it's very strange and really inappropriate and unprofessional when any sort of therapist decides to film.
1: I know. Like, their, who are those people? They're they.
0: I think it's really weird because you never then it's you're more you're putting on a show. So she probably doesn't want to get too deep into stuff because she doesn't want to have the awkward defensiveness. She wants to say things that are pretty neutral that they'll like so that she can appear like, oh, wow, she's so helpful. So I, I really don't give very much credence to those kind of therapists that want to be filmed or that allow themselves to film their yeah. sessions. Cause I, cause I feel like you're not really trying to do real work here. You're just trying to keep things like even keeled so that the person is happy and not so that you're fixing the yeah, issue. Yeah, that could be. So I, I was kind of just like, whatever. Um, Anyway, then let's see what else happens. Oh, so now we we kind of transition over to it's Halloween. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and these guys go to a pumpkin patch. And Larissa, this whole pumpkin patch thing is lost on her because she it, they don't celebrate Halloween in um, Brazil in the same way. And so she is talking about how... Um, they go to the pumpkin patch, but she talks about her costume and she says, I'm more excited about the costume. I don't really care about the pumpkin. And she says she wants to be an astronaut. And he's like, why? Why wouldn't you want to be like, he's trying to encourage her basically to be something slutty. And she's just like, no, I don't want to dress up like a hoe. I want to dress up like a smart astronaut, which I think is kind of awesome and not really what we've seen of her in the I mean, past. it makes more sense in Halloween, you dress like you don't normally dress. <laughs> right. And so he but he is like, No, I want you to be sexy. I don't know. It's just so weird. And then they're looking at pumpkins and she takes the opportunity to like make a jab. Yeah. Then he basically looks like a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, let's, let's go and get one that looks like you and it's all like misshapen and like fucked up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the shade. Oh
0: it's so hilarious. I was just like, girl, you just let it all out. And he doesn't pick up. No, on he, it. Does. he does. Yeah, he, he blows it. stuff off regularly. Yeah. Um, and then they go to decorating the house. And this is where she and Debbie, their really great relationship is starting to devolve again because she's, Loris is really adamant about getting rid of that slot machine. And isn't the slot machine like something, like sort of to honor your yes. dad? Yeah, so she's like, I want to get rid of that slot machine. And the mom's like, absolutely not. It's absolutely not going anywhere. And so they fight about that, and the mother gets mad, and (sighs) that's how that episode ends with them. It it was kind of like a boring couple of episodes I agree,
1: actually. And this was my point. It's like, it's sort of paradoxical that, like, really major stuff actually does happen with them, maybe not in this episode, but in general, and yet I fail to be entertained by them.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think
1: that they should have it's... only been on the previous season. And I think that the only reason they're on this season is because all this DV stuff happened, all the arrests and all the, you know, mm-hmm. sort of scandal. But I I don't think it was worth having them on. They could have just done like an epilogue or, or what, where are they now or something.
0: You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's too much. I feel that way about Jay and Ashley. Too. I agree completely. Perfectly, too. perfectly, perfectly analogous situation. Um, we can do Jane Ashley now. Yeah, just to get get them out of the way. I mean, basically, she goes to New York. She gets super drunk, basic, drunk bitch like New
1: York girls weekend. Oh my god, <laughs> I loved totally. it. I wanted to be there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, they and they had fun, and it was great, and it was fine. I'm Just taking this whole like I don't give a shit what Jay thinks thing a little too far. Like I, I feel like she's uh, clearly she's punishing him, but yeah. like it's it's almost like. It, it, it's forcing me to be like, dude, he just got on Tinder. He didn't, like, meet up with anybody. And I don't want to feel that way because I feel like what he did was bad. And her actions and the way she's reacting to it and how she's so, like, just going the opposite direction is making me feel bad for Jay.
1: Right. I don't think
0: we should minimize what he did
1: because no. I think that what he did is without question infidelity. It's cheating. And the totally. timeline, the timeline makes it even more egregious. And so that is what it is. Her, the problem I have with her is not that she's overplaying what he did. It's that she's not dealing with it directly. No. She's, she's trying to like deal with her own emotions in the least mature and constructive way possible, which is just by punishing him mm-hmm. and dragging him through the dirt instead of just cutting off the relationship because she has completely lost trust in her partner, which is like the adult way of looking at it
0: right no exactly it's really annoying and i'm just like just put it to bed already well, it's always harder
1: for me to watch people like her when they have kids
0: because yeah. i'm like it takes a
1: lot of maturity to raise children and i mean to raise them well and she just even with her eight i mean i think she's actually older than i am i'm not sure or we're like basically this age or something i'm 31 um and i'm I'm just looking at her, like, okay, how are you with your kids? Like, how are, how do you deal with the situations that arise every single day with little kids that are so taxing and require so much maturity and patience and, you know, all these things that she's just completely failing to um, display with Jay. Although that's not to say people can't compartmentalize, etc. I'm sure she's a great mom, but it just every time I see her sort of acting like a petulant child with Jay, I'm like,
0: oh. No, I agree. And I, I, you know, the thing that really strikes me is like, I mean, your kids, you can, and I deal with this all the time because I deal with people who are going through divorce or who are divorced and my husband is divorced and I have a stepson. So you see it, but like you can be as, you know, you can be as, as, as cordial in front of your children so that they don't see the fighting or don't see the animosity as you want The kids are not stupid Mm-mm. they totally know when you don't get along my husband works tirelessly to only speak well of his ex-wife in front of his son and we never bash her and I think she works hard to do the same and he totally knows they hate each other <laughs> <laughs> you know he's he's constantly like Yeah, I'm not going to tell my mom about that because she'll totally hate you even more than Charity does. Oh, no. (laughs) So he gets it. He knows. But they don't fight at all in front of Aiden. But, like, it's that, you know. So I kind of feel like, you know, you can try to pretend like everything's great. But your kids sense that stuff. They get it. They're a lot more intuitive than you give them credit for. So if her kids are around her and Jay while – they have this tension. Exactly. No, know her mom is not in a happy, healthy relationship. Exactly. And that's a bad message for them. It just is.
1: And God knows how she gets along with her ex, the, the father of the kids, too. I mean, it could be like a double whammy for
0: all we know. I mean, I don't know. Right. No, absolutely. And that's <coughs> kind of another thing. But so anyway – She, she, I'm getting ahead of myself, but she goes, she's talking to the girls. They're all hungover and they're still in New York. And she's like, you know, I want a a marriage where I can be home with the kids and my husband can go out and I don't have to worry. And I'm like, well, dude, you shouldn't have married him then. Because she would have felt that way even if he didn't get on Tinder. Like, let's say the Tinder thing never happened and they were married and whatever. She still wouldn't be at home with the kids feeling totally confident and comfortable with him going out with a bunch of people.
1: And we know that for a fact because they had fights about that exact issue right. before the
0: Tinder thing happened. Right. So I, I get it. I mean, I wouldn't want that kind of thing either. I mean, I would hate to be married to somebody that I couldn't trust. Um, so I understand what, why she's saying that and I understand her, cons- like not wanting to feel that way about somebody that you're married to. But then, you know, you should have thought of that before you jumped into a marriage with, like, a 20-year-old.
1: Yeah, I mean, she made her bed. I don't I know mean, why
0: she's so surprised that she has to lie in it
1: now. Yeah, I know. That's, that's Other than her... that's how people work, of course. You know, this right. is right. Psycho- psychology 101, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel no, terribly for her, but
1: I'm still bored by her.
0: Yeah, no, I'm totally she's bored. She's just
1: so unrelentingly basic.
0: She is. She is. She's, she's. she's... The worst. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think it's sad and awful, and I I just want. But then I'm like annoyed because then she comes back, and Jay's ignoring her, giving her the silent treatment because now he's pissed, and he's right. Like, how much do I have to take of this, right? And um, she decides after all this drama and all this shit, she finally decides I'm gonna give you a second chance. So don't fuck up.
1: Yeah, but she says it in this like marilyn monroe at her dressing table kind of way i know with her endless like mermaid brush set you know yeah i um, know deigning to on her way to work let him know that you know he has another shot at her and i'm like no a A, i didn't believe it for a second
2: and b i thought
1: the way that it was done really belied its content in a way
0: yeah it's not gonna last it's gonna be a shit show
1: yeah, and again, as we know in real life, which is, which is one of the biggest problems for me with 90 Day, is that you have these major, major um, developments that occur, and then the show just takes way too long to catch up. Because mm-hmm. we know, well, I mean, they, she's, she's, she kicked him to the curb, I don't know, it was maybe a month ago or something, I read that sort of, the sort yeah. of end had really come or whatever, I don't remember,
0: but... Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate because, like, you Cause know... Because the drama's it would...
1: great. It's just that it's... The, the bell constantly gets rung, you know, before they mm-hmm. can get to it on, on screen. So I think that they probably need to do a better job of... With the time-lapse issue in general.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. So, anyway, that's them. And they're stupid well, and boring. Yeah. And I don't care. Yeah. Um, And neither does Petey. And that's really what matters. She's currently eating... I don't know, some kind of plastic toy. Sweet. But she looks happy. Well, and that's really what matters. I got your back, Petey. Did you hear her? She just
1: said something. She's so cute. Okay, good. If you didn't hear that, that's good. I'm actually, I'm using better, like, my wired headphones. And I think that they're much, I think it's much clearer. And I also think that the sound doesn't pick up extraneous stuff. I mean, the microphone doesn't pick up as many extraneous sounds. So feel free to give us feedback on that, you guys, because I need to know. How it's working for you?
0: Yeah, I hear her, but I love to hear. her. Well, she's like
1: right
2: here now. She's like yeah. at my feet.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's go to Pedro and Chantal, who were also sort of boring, but have a little bit more drama.
1: Yeah, their relationship, I think, is over. It's over, but it 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 it, it it's 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 a little bit more nuanced,
0: which yeah. I like.
1: Like there are because layers. I, think, I have a very I think hard he... time deciding
0: how I feel about them, actually. I I think that she does. She loves him, but she wants him to be somebody he's not. And he, actually, I think he does really care for her.
1: I do, too. I mean, I have to say, I think that he, I think that they both, this is like something, this is a conclusion I came to very recently after a later episode, but it doesn't matter because it's not related to the the content. It's that I, I came in the conclusion very recently that they both have very similar kind of holes to fill emotionally, which is that they both are part of and really kind of at the bottom of the totem pole of very controlling dysfunctional families.
0: Yeah. So, I think that's absolutely so and true. I think this
1: is something people do again, pop psychology one one where like you look for something in someone else that, you know, you need to heal in yourself and you try to heal it in them and project it onto them. Um, and so the way that – because they both have exactly the same issue with each other, which is that they each feel that the other one's family is dysfunctional and controlling and that they, the member of the family, the spouse, are not protecting the interests of the new nuclear family, which is the mar- the new married couple, against mm-hmm. the controlling influence and, and de- detrimental inf- influence of the family of origin. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I find it a little bit nuanced because it's an overall family dynamic times two. Mm -hmm. where we're coming in late to the game. You know, we have a decent understanding of Chantal and Pedro's relationship, but we have very little real understanding of the historical, you know, data for each of these two families. Um, But what we do know is that probably it won't work out between the two of them because neither of them seems to be able to pull themselves out of this role that they've been playing their whole lives that on Mm -hmm. some level they must know doesn't work. And that's why they went and found this perfect person, really, who they could have worked this out with, if they could have each managed to prior both manage to prioritize their marriage and their new nuclear family over their family of origin. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think in both cases, they're failing to do that. And that's why there's very little hope for the marriage. Yeah.
0: I agree with that. I think it's it's sad. And so in the so we start with him. He's he's in the Dominican Republic with his family, and he's. I feel like he's been in you know, Atlanta and he's been like in this very he's been like held prisoner, basically. Because the only people he really knows are Chantal's family and they've treated him like shit from his point of view, right? So he's now in the Dominican where he has freedom. He's like now I'm with my people, I'm with my family. Everybody is embracing me. I have support for the first time. He has other women who are very interested in him or at least interested in being on camera. Then we get there, right? And he's like totally dirty dancing with this other girl. He's wasted. Did, he's wasted. I don't know. I didn't see and this is because I just maybe it's because I'm projecting and I hate Chantel, but like I I felt like he was just dirty dancing with this girl. He didn't I don't believe that he had sex with her. No, I don't either. I don't think they're supposed believe to think that. That they hooked up in any way. I think they just dirty danced. And probably she felt like, Oh, he might probably likes me now and you know, he's, he knows that she's always had a crush on him. So I think she was purely looking for airtime. Yeah. So I don't think it was that big of a deal, quite frankly. I'm sure it's going to be made a bigger Yay. deal than it was.
1: I would not be okay with my husband doing that. I think it is a big deal. I, I would not be okay with my husband doing that. I mean, they have it. bigger problems than that, frankly.
0: Yes. But in a normal
1: what... situation, I would never, ever condone that in my own
0: relationship. Like that no, would be no, no, a major, major betrayal for me. For sure. I mean, and then again, I'm not in a marriage with somebody that I believe would do that.
1: (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, you you say it's not a big deal. I think it's a huge deal.
0: Well, no, but I'm saying, like, I don't think he, like, slept with another woman. I don't either. that that you couldn't get over.
1: No, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's not, like, full-on infidelity, but it's not problem. Where it's, like,
0: we have to break up now because you dirty danced with some other girl. That's what I'm trying to, like, get a new perspective with how they think. Um. But, uh, but, so anyway, then they go, so he, whatever, he does not think. But in the next episode, she's talking to her friend, Obed, who is in the Dominican Republic. He's, like, the only person she knows there. Speaking and of airtime,
1: for... I mean, this guy is so slimy.
0: Yeah, I know. He's all about the airtime. You come here and I'll tell you everything. But I do believe that there's some... Shadiness there with with Jay's. uh, I do too with Pedro's Pedro's family.
1: I get such an icky feeling from his mom and his sister, and I try so hard not to just be um, unfair to them or judgmental. But I really, my instincts are are really turning me off from those two.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Which is not to say
1: I like Chantel's family either, but I get like an additional ick factor in terms of the possibility that maybe they really did pull some kind of shady move or the way that they, they, they have such an expectation to have access to his money and to have him send him things and give them things and yeah. the way that they make no effort whatsoever to support the marriage versus I feel that Chantel's family totally tries to support the marriage. They just have certain boundaries and like serious concerns that they're not just going to let go. But at the same time, I think they're hoping that if Pedro really isn't a complete crook, they would want Chantel to be happy in her relationship.
0: For sure. Which, no, and I, I don't I,
1: get that at all from Pedro's mom and sister. It's almost as no. if they really did just want him to get a green card, and now they're like, oh, well, dump her. Which right. is truly disgusting, if that's what happened. And that, that's what, kind of what my instinct is, is telling me, my gut instinct.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that there's definitely a level of of that. I, it just makes me – it rubs me <coughs> the wrong way. Exactly. And so Obed is telling her, you know, oh, there's some stuff about the mom, whatever, and I'm sure there is. She wants to know a little bit more about that because I guess there was a huge fallout between Obed and the mom and the sister. Yeah,
1: which totally shoots his credibility to shit, I mean. Right.
0: So um, she goes out with her girlfriends and they all tell her, girl, you need to go there and, like, figure your shit out, you know? And um, so they tell her to go to the Dominican Republic and get some answers. And she goes. She decides, okay, I'm going. And then they interview Pedro and, and... it's so funny. Like, does he not know how TV works? This is what I'm curious about. Because he's like, well, oh, I hope Chantel never finds out about the other night when he's, like, dirty dancing with that chick. And I'm like, you do realize there were cameras there and you were filming, like, an episode of the show, right?
1: Yeah, I never understand that either. It happens <laughs> in so many reality shows. They're
0: always like, I hope they don't find out. I'm like, if we know about it, they're going to find out.
1: I think to some extent it might come down to producers really lulling people into a false sense of complacency like oh we're not going to ultimately you know put in the show in the edit x y and z like i think they probably make false promises or false kind of implications of mm-hmm. you know of, in in the hopes of building trust with the subjects who will then do more stupid shit on camera
0: maybe that's what it does i don't know it just was so like come on yeah It just seemed very, like, stupid and naive on his part. He didn't seem very uh, contrite, which I didn't appreciate. No, he didn't. He thought it was funny.
1: Because I think sometimes you see people wake up the next morning after doing something dumb and feeling really, really, really badly about it and, like, calling their spouse or, you know, calling somebody or just – Yeah, I mean, like, holy shit, what happened? You're right. I mean, he was just laughing about it. So that, to me, also, when I saw that, That was the first time that I really thought, okay, I don't think that they're going to recover. Not from that, but, like, in general.
0: Yeah, I think he's just over it. I think he's done. I think so, too. And um, so she calls him, and she tells him that she's coming, and he's pissed. And he's like, no, the whole point of me coming here was to have some time away and have some time to myself and really spend time with my family. And she's like, well, tough shit. I'm your wife. I'm coming. Well, then he goes to tell his mom and his sister, and then he gets pissed, and he's like, "Look, don't and, and I get his point. He's like, "You're just as bad as her family if you decide to shun her, like they've shunned me." Like we've all, we all agree that her family hasn't embraced me, but like it, you not embracing my wife is you're just being as bad as they are. Mm-hmm. I thought I was hoping you would be above that. She'll be the better she, He's basically saying, "Be the better person. Right. You know, take take the high road. Embrace my wife. Show her that you can come back and be a good mother in law and a good sister in law. Be kind to her, so she can go back to her family and be like, "Hey, stop giving Pedro such a hard time." His family embraced me, and we got along. You know, I think he's he's trying.
2: I least. agree.
0: Because they're like, "No, she's not staying in our house." Uh, by the way, I think she paid for that.
1: House. I know. This is the kind <laughs> of thing that really bugs me. Oh, I'm like,
0: didn't she pay for your house? Why can't she stay there then? <laughs> So that's kind of, so in that respect, I really had a lot of respect for, um, for Pedro in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like that was really kind of great of him to kind of, kind of appeal to his mom and his sister, like, okay, I want you guys to be the better people. I want you coming off better than her family is coming off, mm-hmm. you know? So I liked that about that. Um, I, I don't think that they will take heed to that and do it, but no. I- would hope that they would, but they're not going to. So, um, next, let's talk about Pow and Russ because they're kind of boring too.
1: Again, with the boring, like,
0: yeah, I know. Especially
1: her with her, like, home birth to try to make that into drama. I just,
0: ugh. They both were very, I mean, both episodes were really, like, the first episode, the drama was that he finally comes clean about this job. The thing about them is, like, pow is the personality in that relationship she's very strong she's very confident she's very secure and russ is obsessed with her which i think is great and beautiful and whatever but he's going to do whatever she wants and i wish she appreciated that a little bit more and i hope she does because he really he's finally like you know what and he and he does it in his interview he's like She's right. I need to be focused on her. I need to not be focused on job opportunities in Oklahoma, which I know will upset her. She's very stressed. I know she had a miscarriage and it was really hard on her. So I'm just going to support her and we're not going to talk about Oklahoma. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so wonderful. Like that's a supportive husband. And I hope that she can appreciate that because he really is trying to be supportive.
1: I think she appreciates it. I think what she doesn't do is compromise.
0: Yeah, so no, she's definitely it, not a compromising person. I
1: mean, it seems like what's been working for them so far is that she's the taker and he's the giver.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: they're, and they, they're both happy with that for now. Yeah. But I mean, I, I always wonder in a marriage, you know, can it really survive that? I mean, I've definitely seen older couples in my life that appear to be exactly like that. So I'm like, okay, maybe that does, that can work in the long term. But part of me wonders if you can really have someone just be completely, you know, like, like even in my relationship, for example, I'm definitely the stronger, like, arguer and, and that kind of a thing. My husband's just simply nicer than I am on every possible level. And it's taken me the entirety of our marriage, which is not even that long, but I should say the entirety of our relationship, to just be constantly trying to check myself more and more and more because he's not going to do it. And I don't think I can get away with that forever. I mean, I, I know I know that. I knew that a long time ago. So it was only maybe a year into my, even just dating my husband, that I was like, "Oh, this guy's going to give me whatever I want. I need to, I need to be taking myself in hand and not, not taking from him all the time because he would just give and give and give." And I mm-hmm. and I that was what I felt needed to be done in my particular relationship for it to last for forever, you know, which is my intention, but. I wonder if that would be the case across the board or if like in a Russ and Powell situation, if this is going to work for them, you know, forever.
0: Yeah. I don't I, know. I agree. It's hard. I, I don't know either. And I, I hope it does. Cause I, I do like them as a couple. I do
1: too, but um, I don't necessarily
0: want to watch them anymore. I don't no, really care. <laughs> they are not, I don't either. I mean, I'm, i hundred percent same way. Like, I, I root for you. I hope you make it. But like, I do. I need to see it. Not really. Yeah. Um. they're another one, and then and we go to now we go to Elizabeth yeah. and Andre. Oof. This is getting they were dark. They they were not even in the fifth episode, so they're only in the sixth episode, and this is where. She is working for her dad. She's very pregnant and work, or not very yet, but she's pregnant and working for her dad. And she has a conversation with him, and he's like, "You know, how are things going?" And she says, "How she feels badly that she didn't tell him that she didn't tell her husband that her dad gave her money." And he's like, "You know, you got to tell your husband. You can't keep secrets." And he's right. Um, and she asks him if he would hire Andre, and the dad says, "Of course, you know I want to help you guys." but he's got to come to me. I'm not going to, you know, go chasing him down and beg him to work for me, which I can understand. Um but that's never going to happen. I mean, we all know that, right?
1: I don't know. The this this whole thing has gotten very dark to me. I mean, th- they're presenting it as if Andre is creating at, at least as far as he knows an an actually untenable financial situation. So I'm like um well how I'm does just, that like, work with a kid on how the? how did
0: he not know that her dad was giving them money well he
1: knew but he she was saying that it was a bonus like an earned bonus right
0: okay well
1: um i'm not saying that i'm but i'm saying like initially the reason why she did that right. was because he was absolutely insisting that they move into this place that they literally could not afford right without that extra influx of cash that he didn't know was coming so, like, to me, I'm like, who is this person? Is this really genuinely a situation where this guy was going to put them in a situation where they couldn't pay their rent and she's pregnant? Like, what did, what did he think they were ultimately going to be able to fall back on? I mean, you get evicted
0: if you right. don't pay your, pay your rent. And that's kind of the thing. Like, it's so bizarre. Like, they spent all that, he spent all this money to do trucking. I mean, yeah. this is where I do agree with the dad. I mean, this is kind of the situation she's put herself in, but. I kind of agree like why when you were doing all this research about trucking how did you not know this how did you not know you're going to be away from your family for weeks at a time <sighs> right you know and it, granted he probably he might have taken that class before she got pregnant so he thought it would be more available I don't think that's the case I don't give him that much credit I just think that now he's decided eh, this is a little bit harder than I thought it was gonna be I don't want to do it anymore so I think if he's saying he wants to be a handyman and that he's really good at that Working for the dad is seems perfect. like a very, like, ideal situation. I get that he's very proud and he feels like he will feel indebted to the dad. But isn't that kind of the situation Elizabeth's already in? I mean, she works for the dad. So it's not like, you know, she's got this, like, separate career or something and the money is coming in from, like, this third party I mean she's still get even though she's working for the dad The dad's paying her and I'm sure he's not paying her market I'm sure he's paying her well right exactly So, like why doesn't and you know and then she tries to tell him you know I'm pregnant and I shouldn't be stressed out and he's like don't terrorize me with your pregnancy I'm like give me a fucking break dude like she is pregnant she's very stressed like then how are you gonna help her
1: I have to say the only thing that doesn't The only thing that saves their relationship from setting off major red flags for me as far as abuse goes on his end Mm -hmm. is how feisty she is. Mm -hmm. It's like she tells him to shut up. She tells him, like, she really stands up to him. But the way he speaks to her and treats her suggests that he is completely dominant in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So I'm just confused by that. I don't know if that's, like, a cultural thing where – he's going to behave that way towards her regardless of how she kind of responds, you know, whether it sort of quote unquote works or not to gain him the upper hand, or if he actually is kind of moving in the direction of becoming abusive because I mean, I don't remember if this happened in one of these episodes, but I think it did the whole pulling the cell phone out of her hand.
0: Oh, um, it's like scenes from the next.
1: I mean, it's, it's really not okay. And then the way he speaks to her, um, Again, the only reason I'm not, like, really starting to freak out for them is because she stands up to him, at least on camera.
0: Yeah. I agree. She does. Um, I don't think he would be abusive. I think he's a big guy, so he seems like he would be scary. But I I don't see him being physically abusive. I mean, grabbing
1: her cell phone is... But phys- physical contact. I know. Very physical aggressive contact. physical contact. I agree. Trying but to I control don't think he would who she can her. talk to. I don't know. I mean, look, these things are, are gradual, right? Oh, yeah. Petey's mad because she's pushing the uh, the seat recliner on the couch open, but it's resulting in the footrest pushing her farther and farther away because she's standing in front of it so she can no longer reach the button. <laughs> That's what we're dealing with. Pete, she's just trying to bite my foot. Not oh cool. God. Are you falling apart now? We'll see. We'll see how she does. Okay. Um, but anyway, okay. I'm sorry. I mean, I think he's no, really crossing I, I the line here. No, I hear what you're here. saying. For me, I hear what you're And I'm not even, like, particularly sensitive to these issues. I know very little about them. But he's he's starting to scare me, in other words.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I feel, I don't know. I Maybe. It's possible. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to say it's not a possibility. I I just think I hope um, not. I
1: certainly hope not. That's not the kind of drama I'm trying to watch on these shows, for God's sake. No.
0: Absolutely not. I don't want any part of that. Um, No. Neither do I. I agree. Um, But otherwise, their piece is boring. Um, And they didn't talk that much about them. It was just very, you know, this last piece. So the last couple, I saved the best for last. Yes. Thank God. Nicole and Ozen. Yeah. Okay. It is clear to everybody in her family that this guy has no interest in her whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And she just can't see it. So first episode, she talks to her mom and her stepdad. I love her stepdad, by the way. <laughs> that guy takes, <laughs> he's like, no, takes no guff. <laughs> no, he's the best. I literally love that man. He's just like, because she's like hey i'm not gonna say so she talks about how she's going to granada or whatever and he's like oh you're why and she's like you know because it's a muslim friendly place and we want to go there she's like and i'm not saying no to vacation he's like oh i thought you've been on vacation since you got back from morocco (laughs) i was like zing love it yep (laughs) and i'm glad (laughs) somebody's
1: taking her to task
0: Right, because the mom, well, you know, I get the mom's perspective, I'm sure, is I don't want to piss off Nicole because I want to be able to continue to have a relationship with my granddaughter. Exactly. Like, I think at this point, the mom's priority is May, and it's not Nicole anymore. Completely agree. I think she's like, Nicole, you want to fuck up your life, you fuck up your life, but you're not going to fuck up my granddaughter.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. We're we're in complete
0: agreement about this. Yeah, and so, and Joe is just kind of like, damn, I just hope she doesn't come back. Pregnant, you know, Ugh. and I'm like, Amen. But I'm thinking that's probably not going to happen. Um, and then the dad and brother come by. So this, then's the next episode, and that she gets very defensive. She hates it when people are doubting her love and the relationship yeah, that they have. She doesn't want to face the truth. Yeah, and but it's so you know obvious to all of them because he's like, probably you're going to get married. Like, what does that mean? You know, which is fair. Um, and so. The next episode, her dad and her brother come by while she's packing. And the dad has, is planning to go to Morocco. Um, he is going to go and, and meet Ozan And he wants to talk to him or whatever and see what, he, what this guy's all about. Um, the dad seems to put on this, like, sort of air of, like, you know, um, I'm going to be open-minded about this. Uh, which is nice. I mean, he's, like, not trying to be a dick or anything. Um, but I think he definitely has his reservations, you know, as he should. You know, who, who is this guy, right?
1: Yeah, I think he knows that the mom is taking a certain, you know, slightly more um, permissive, significantly more permissive stance. And he feels like somebody still needs to be holding Nicole yeah. somewhat accountable.
0: So I yeah, actually
1: think that for, for divorced people, they're doing a pretty good co-parenting job. Yeah, no, I agree with that. They're kind of tag-teaming her in a way that's reasonably effective, and so are their new spouses. Like, everyone is kind of on this team trying to keep Nicole's head on her shoulders, um, and it's kind right. of heartwarming, actually.
0: Yeah, it, and, it's, and it's not easy to do because she does not make it easy. Nicole, and... Nicole
1: is hard not to sort of despise. This is, this is one yeah. of the things that makes her so watchable is you love to hate her. I mean, she comes off as so dumb frankly yeah and immature and defensive and bratty and self-absorbed and and also deeply deeply um what's the word i'm looking for um you know shallow and and it's just it's hard to watch this person with a kid you know who's becoming mm-hmm. more and more aware of what's going on and not to say nothing of this whole school thing with may of like leaving that shit like <sighs> sort of up in the air which is as a mom of a kid at U2 that's going to be entering kindergarten in the next few years it's like I'm already I'm already like making spreadsheets and stuff and (laughs) scheduling tours and things I mean and 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 then not to judge another mom like of course there are different styles like some people are like much less concerned about something that's not going to happen for a few months or whatever but um but it's overall, overall I'm just I just have a very hard time not
0: judging her very harshly. I know, I do too. And so, there's the whole episode is about her planning this trip, and they're going in a couple of days. And shocking, she gets a call from Ozan the night that bef- it's either the night before. I they're think leaving, it's the night before. Yeah, night before they're leaving, she gets a call from Ozan, and she's like trying to be sly about it or whatever. And she's like, okay, she's like trying to be cool on the phone. She hangs up the phone. She goes into the bathroom and like slams the door. So obviously we all know what she hasn't said yet, which is that he's not going to Granada, which I could have told you weeks ago. (laughs) Like I just, I I never thought he was going to go, but like she did. And so, but the thing that, that strikes me about, so then like the mom comes and everybody's like worried about it and they, they want to know what's going on and everything. And, um, and it's this weird thing where they're like, oh, Nicole's not in there. Where'd she go? She left. Okay, there's, like, cameras everywhere. Nobody notices this girl <laughs> leaving and disappearing somewhere. I it's mean, like so stupid.
1: This, this adds, by the way, to my earlier point of why it's so easy to dislike her. Is it just the height of, of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? It's the height of arrogance, really, to think that you can pull off this, pull the wool over the eyes, not just of your family, but of literally the entire world who is watching you, has you under a microscope for years yeah. in this relationship. Like, it takes such a different, almost Trumpian level, you know, of, yeah. of lack of introspection to realize that you can't do that. No one could do that. No one could get away with that.
0: It's ridiculous. It's just so dumb. And, and, and that she's like, cool with that. You know, oh, this trip we've been planning and that she paid for, by the way. Mm-hmm. With I don't know whose money because she doesn't have any. Yeah, this um, is
1: something I worry about that she's being enabled financially a lot yeah. by her family. Like I definitely got the impression that that money, whatever the four thousand dollars or something she gave to Asin, I don't think that was all hers.
2: Like oh, that it she earned. Have been. She doesn't have any money. I just don't. think, I mean, I
1: don't know, but I, I don't. I don't think so. I think that her her family gave her the money, or she sort of tricked it out of them in some way, shape, or form, and that right, that, well, that makes it harder because it it. it <laughs> It means that she's going to take that much longer to hit rock bottom,
0: well, and this is what was really funny was this goes back to when she was talking to her dad and her brother, her dad like straight up asks her like why you know why the boy don't work <laughs> why doesn't he work? why isn't he working
1: yeah, I he's, don't get that either
0: he's older than she is, and he lives there like why is he- count- and why is he counting on her to support him she can't even support herself yeah it's deeply suspicious. The whole thing is bizarre, but Ozan tells her that he can't go to Granada because it doesn't, and she doesn't think it has anything to do with her. That it's that he's got a family emergency. I'm like, why are you such a fucking idiot? Like, I
1: actually don't fine. think she thinks it's a family emergency. I think that's what she's telling. She's saying, yeah, she's
0: like, it's fine. He just had this family emergency. It's fine. He just had this family emergency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. you can't just say family emergency you can say
1: that to your boss you can't really say that to your mother you know before you take the granddaughter on the trip like you in other words like you don't have to give a lot of detail to people who don't have the right to ask
0: but in this situation
1: it's like like not giving the detail means that there is no detail
0: right he just is like i don't i don't want to go and you're going to deal with it. I think at this point, she's at the point that a lot of people get to. It's it, totally different circumstances. But you know those people that where they've been dating for like seven or eight years. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I don't want to break up now because then I'm going to have to start all over again. Yeah. And then. It's total I'm, sunk cost mentality. It is. It's like, oh, my God. But we've been together for so long. And now we're going to break up. Like, God, I've invested so much to now break up just seems like uh, so much work. And I know I totally understand this feeling. Cause I was with my boyfriend in college and after college for six years and we lived together. And I was like, it's going to be so much work to like devolve this relationship. You know, Yeah, it felt like a divorce because we had to separate all of our stuff. And I, I ultimately moved up North, but like, I just, it's hard. And then it's hard when you're dating somebody, especially I mean, she's so young. I feel like in different circumstances. But like I dated a guy for like four years in my late 20s, early 30s. And I felt like if I break up with him, I'm going to start all over when I'm 31. Like that's so old to have to find somebody new. But you do and it works out and stuff. But she's kind of feeling that situation where she's like, Oh God, I might as well just like see this through because well, I've already invested so much. It's not
1: just that. It's, it's also that she's, she's put her daughter in it. You know, she's calling him daddy and all that stuff. I mean, that's real. And I'm sorry, any mom, no matter how deeply unsophisticated would know that that is something that is going to have
0: an effect on
1: her daughter. And she would care about that.
0: Of course, of course. And I think that like, I mean, cause I have people all the time that are like, they they dated for ten years and then they've been married for two and they're getting a divorce yeah. and people are like how what happened you, there why yeah. would you do that and I'm like it's clear as day to me because that could have been me you know I, I totally see that because it's like they've been together for so long they feel like I don't want to start over with somebody yeah, new yeah they just doubled down let's just get married and see what happens and nothing changes because marriage is not Miraculously change your life mm-hmm. no. <laughs> into something totally new. It's just like the same, except now that they're your spouse, it magnifies but things. It does, and there's like it, there's not an easy way out. People think divorce is an easy way out, but as somebody who does this for a living, it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, it, anyway, I, I just feel like at this point, like she's gone so far into supporting this relationship. That she can't back down now, I agree completely. and she's so stubborn, yeah, you know it and she thinks like a... she's so
1: much smarter than everybody else, and that's the part that i I just yeah. can't get past with her it's just It's one thing to just be a silly, stupid girl in love, making mistakes, but she adds this layer of sort of of self congratulatory, totally unearned totally you know misguided sense of superiority to everybody else that she thinks she can again like pull the wool over people's eyes and make this relationship I mean she thinks she can pull the wool over in eyes it's yeah. like she knows he doesn't love her but she thinks that some way somehow she's going to have the ability to change this whole situation so that it works out in her
0: favor and I just I don't respect that at all she's even tried with like oh look at it, we're getting healthy food yeah because he yeah. wants me to eat healthy yeah Because he's not attracted to you. Yeah, sorry. He doesn't want you to eat healthy. He wants you to be thinner. Right. That's it. That's 100% it. He just wants you to be thinner. (laughs) He'd
1: rather you stop eating altogether than than eat like a banana. It
0: has nothing to do with your health. Yeah. And that's the part that is, it's just sad because she doesn't get that. No. Or she does get it and she's ignoring it.
1: Yeah, there's there's some I think actually for such an unsophisticated person, I think she has relatively sophisticated psychological issues.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Or emotional (laughs) issues or whatever. I mean, a hundred percent. And at the end of the day,
1: this would all be still actually very dark, but at least more entertaining if May wasn't in the picture. But because of May, I I don't want to see these people anymore. It is too depressing.
0: It's so awful, I feel just it's it's hard to watch
1: It's extremely hard to watch at this point, so t l c honestly, just like, for me to you t- just take them off like it's done we we it's don't just... need to beat this dead horse
0: no it, you know ozan just you, you like, do I, you boo, if you
1: can get more <laughs> another four thousand dollars out of this
0: idiot, then go but, for it but, maybe... but quite frankly, all I have to say is as soon as they are off t l c He's gone: yeah, of
1: course, because at this because... point, the money he's getting is probably from TLC and from whatever like I don't know if he's got anything going on in in Morocco because he's on TV or whatever appearances, mm-hmm. and I don't know whatever it is, you're right I mean there, there's, there's no way that
0: this is a, all that's tied him to her at this point. yeah so that is episode ep- those are episodes five and six. We'll be back on Tuesday with more to catch us up
1: i have to say petey did really well she
0: did she may petey. she may
1: reappear um in another episode i try to do it when she's napping but she's so independent yeah she's doing a great job but thank you all for for putting up with her her gurgles and and
0: uh so cute. whining a little bit all right guys well we'll see you next week and we will hopefully catch everybody up
1: and i think we're hoping to do 90 day at least introduce 90 day fiance the other way which is completely worth watching
0: yeah I'm, we could maybe do like a quick like introductory episode of the couples and yeah. kind of go into what's happened so hopefully far.
1: hopefully hopefully <laughs> but we'll definitely
0: get to that eventually <laughs> no matter what
1: yeah
0: all right guys well all right, we will guys. be back on tuesday have a good we weekend
2: promise.
0: yes Bye-bye. have a good weekend bye
2: legal disclaimer This is a personal podcast just for fun, solely meant for entertainment purposes. We are lawyers, but we're not giving any legal advice on the podcast. We're not creating any kind of attorney-client relationship in the podcast. And also keep in mind that anything we say, anything at all, it's just our personal opinions. We have no intention of maligning any individual, group, company, religious or ethnic group, nationality or anything or anyone else lisa and katie have no affiliation with tlc these are not the opinions of tlc and finally anything that we say is not meant to represent anyone other than lisa freitas and katie sad individually finally, please give a, leave us a comment on our Facebook page and give us a five-star rating on whatever podcast service you're using to help us continue to record. Thank you.